One of the things that we decided right off the bat when we started this podcast was we would not let just anybody sponsor us. To get on here and be a sponsor, you have to share the same values and you have to have the same heart uh, as we do. And you have to be providing something that's very important to us. And coffee is very important to us. And that's why we've been very happy to have Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee as our personal sponsors here on the channel. They're the company that provides all the coffee for the school. It's the coffee that we drink personally at home. And, uh, and we're very, very happy. They're a family-owned company that does everything themselves. And they have the same standards and the same heart that we do. So if you're looking for a, a quality coffee company, uh, go to junipermountaincoffee.com. And when you check out, make sure that you plug in and type in Dry Creek, all one word, for a 10% discount. Good afternoon. Dwayne here, Dry Creek Wrangler School. Uh, Mom and I are sitting out here by the fire, and, and uh, I know I did a video a couple days ago, but my normal schedule is Wednesday and Sunday. And uh, been off schedule lately, so I'm just going to go ahead and put another one up today and get back on schedule. A um, couple things before we get started. I did start another Rumble channel. I started a Rumble channel. And the Rumble is a platform. It's kind of like YouTube, but it's not as restrictive. It's a bit smaller. There's a bit more freedom over there. So I started a Rumble channel and more of the um, things that YouTube doesn't like us to talk about over here far as cigars and pipes and maybe firearm stuff eventually uh, is over on Rumble. So you get on Rumble and then you look up Dry Creek Wrangler, all lowercase, all one word, and, uh, and that's where you can find that if you want to check it out. And uh, I don't know how to do a link, but I'll, I'll write that. I'll have Mama put that in the description. And the other thing is, is once again, I don't have WhatsApp and I don't have Telegram. I don't even know what that is. And so the, they keep showing up on here, and if you get contacted by some of these clowns, it's a scam, okay? It's not me. This is me. Anything outside of this uh, is not me, okay? <coughs> just, wanted to, uh, just wanted to put that out there. So I'm going to do a video this morning, five things I wish I had known as a new husband. My wife and I, we got married to be 32 years in March. Now, this is a free one. This isn't part of the five, but I wish I had known to somewhere on my body get the date tattooed so I'd, I'd never forget. We've been married 32 years, and I still have trouble remembering my anniversary. Uh, I'm usually within two or three days. I don't know why. I've always tried to say March 19th when it's actually the 23rd. Oh, see, I was impressed. I got that one right. Not sure about the year. 91? Oh, hey. There you go. So anyhow, when we got married 31 years ago, we were like most young people. We had all the answers and we knew everything. And, uh, and now, after 31 years, uh, there's some things I wish, I wish I had known. And you know, it may be that some older folks, my parents or you know, some folks might have mentioned some of the stuff along the way, but as young people, we don't hear it. It doesn't soak in and, uh, and we just, but I, I, wish, I wish I had known, okay? The first thing is, I wish I had known that I didn't know anything, 
all right? Uh, you start out, and it's like, man, how hard could it be? Um, you know, it's, it's just there's two of us. Now we have two incomes. Now there's two of us to take care of the chores. There's, you know, I've got a best friend. Uh, I've got this. I've got that. I've got it all figured out. And you know what? What I don't know, I'll just we'll just watch a sitcom and we'll we'll see how it's supposed to go. Um, didn't know anything. <coughs> and you know, sometimes when you go into something this big, when you go into something this big and this life altering, just knowing in your head up front, I have no clue what I'm doing here, will help keep you humble, and help keep you searching, and help keep you learning. Um, about uh, about what it is that that you're undertaking about what it is that you're doing um and as young people we're we're bulletproof we're bulletproof and we have all the answers and therefore when something comes along and there's an answer an actual answer we don't hear it because we already know everything when our parents or our grandparents or friends who are married try to tell us something um it just goes in one ear and out the other because we think this can't be hard and we already know. Um, I wish I had known that I didn't know anything. Um, I wish I had known that, uh, and, and I kind of did a little bit. I mean, I did and I didn't. My dad told me this uh, before we got married and I heard it, but it didn't sink in. And later on, I was like, okay, that's what he was talking about. My dad told me when, when he got married, he said, son, your first couple of years are going to be a big party. You guys are just going to have so much fun. Um, and, but when you hit about the third year, it's going to become hell. And he said, if you can stick it out and get through that third year, you're not going to like each other. You're not going to have fun. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to want to do it anymore. Um, but if you'll stick it out that third year, by the time you roll into the fourth year, uh, you'll be all right. And things will be all right again until you hit about the seventh year. Um, he said that when you hit the seventh year, it's going to be another bad year. He said that's where a lot of people crack up right there. But if you just determine in your head, doesn't matter how bad it is, doesn't matter how much we don't like each other, doesn't matter how much this isn't fun anymore, if you just grit your teeth and you two get through that seventh year, then things will ease up and it'll be all right. He said until you hit about 12 or 13, 14, 15, most marriages that break up, break up somewhere in there. He said it's coming. It's just the way it works. But when you hit that point, if you know it's coming and you just, the two of you together, just stick it out and stay the course, you'll come out the other side. And he said, and you'll be all right until you hit about 20 to 25. And you know, he was right. Listen, it, it comes. Part of, part of what happens is, folks, we change, okay? When, when my wife and I, when we got married, my maturity level, my personality, who I was, was this. And hers was this. And we said, you know what? We can make this work. Well, the problem is one person matures and changes as they grow. It's just life one way. And the other person matures and grows and changes, but they change a different way. And now you're not the same people you were when you got married. 
So when you get to that point, the third year, the fifth year, you both have changed. Your likes have changed. Your dislikes have changed. What you can tolerate, your temper has changed. There's so much has changed. So now you've got to, basically you have to start in some ways, to some degree, you have to start all over again. And you've got to relearn each other. You have to meet this new person that has evolved and come over the years. And then you have to find the way for you two to stay together. And then after more years, you continue, you never stay the same. You always grow or shrink, unfortunately, to one point or another. Um, and so it's a constant change. And there's constant work that always has to be done. And there's always going to come that point where you're like, you know what? We hate each other. We can't stand each other. They drive me crazy. My goals and their goals are not the same. Well, this is not a reason to quit. Every single marriage goes through this because it's human nature to grow and to mature and to change. So you have to work through that change and find that new common ground and that new way, that new way of carrying on. And when you get that, then it's like, hey, okay, here we are, and we're going down this road. And then in about five to seven years, there's more changes take place. All right, it's time to come back together and work it out, okay? Uh, I wish I had had a better, more clear understanding of that. Um, I wish I had understood that what my wife needed most from me and wanted most from me was just to listen. All right, now I am a, I'm an alpha, okay, I'm a fix it kind of guy, I'm a take charge kind of guy, I'm a, I'm a go in and sort it out, that, that's just my personality, that's the way I am. So if there was a difficulty, if she was unhappy, if there was a problem, it was my nature to say, all right, well this is what you need to do, this is what I need to do, this is what we need to do, we need to fix this. But it's not, that's not a woman's nature. A lot of times she didn't come to me because she needed an answer. She came to me because she needed somebody to listen, to just listen. That's not natural for some of us, okay? That's not natural for some of us, but that's so many times that's, that's just, communication cannot take place unless there's listening. I mean actual listening on both sides. Uh, and the number one, I think the top three things in a marriage is number one, determination, whatever it takes, we're gonna make this work. Number two, forgiveness, day to day, because you're married to a human. And at their best, they're just gonna be a human. And they're married to a human. And at your best, you're just gonna be a human. So there has to be that constant forgiveness on both sides. And the third thing is that there has to be is there has to be communication. And communication is as much listening as it is talking. So I wish I had known more to, uh, to just shut up and listen, to just be quiet and listen, okay? I wish I had been more comfortable and had known how important it was to step outside of my comfort zone for her.
okay? I did something yesterday with her because she wanted it very badly that there are times in the old days when I first married, I would have said, no, I don't, you I'm not going to do it. I, that's, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't like that. I'm not interested in that, and I'm not going to do it. Um, hmm? I am, yeah. I took her to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> she she wants to get a, a hobby going for the winter to have something to do in him. We're stuck in here. And she wants to start doing leather work. And she said, they've got leather stuff in Hobby Lobby, but I don't know anything about it. And I used to do leather work. I've rebuilt saddles and built holsters and all this stuff. And she said, I, I want... I want you to come with me to Hobby Lobby and look at the leather tools and what they got there and, and see what I need and see if this is something I can get into. I have no interest, no desire, no comfort. Okay, Hobby Lobby is not my thing. But I said, okay. Didn't fuss, didn't drag my feet, didn't kick. I said, okay. If that's what you want, if that's all you need today to make you happy, that's a little bitty thing, and I believe I can do that. And so I went, and I didn't whine, and I didn't complain, and I didn't drag my feet. I just stepped outside my comfort zone and, uh, and went to Hobby Lobby with her, okay? Now, on a side note of parentheses, fellas, don't, don't tell your wife this, okay? But this is a little bit of comfort to help you. If you'll do this, the benefit is you can save yourself a lot of money, okay? Because you can go in there and say, no, no, that's, that's not what you need. You know, that's, we, if you go do this, if you do that, you know, so you can gain some, <laughs> some benefit out of it, okay? She used to go with me to gun shows, and she didn't like that. Uh, so I can go with her to Hobby Lobby, or I can take her for her birthday to Chattanooga, like we did, you know, to a theater production of The Sound of Music. Um, and... Uh, from the very beginning, both of you step outside of your comfort zone and be a part of their world. My world for years has been horses, guns, camping, all this stuff. Her world has been theater, kids, babies, Hobby Lobby. This that's her was her world and this was my world. Alright? If you don't want to lose that intimate daily relationship, she needs to step out of her world into yours, and you need to equally step out of your world into hers. And that's how you guys will merge your two worlds together. And that's what the word marriage means. It's a merging. It's a merging of two different people, two different things, all right? So what was that, four? So what was number five? Do we have a number five? We, we, we got to have a number five um, because I said five things. Money. Money. Guys, money's just money. It's just money. Wars have been fought over money. Nations have been destroyed over money. Businesses have been built and raided and destroyed over money. About anything out there, churches have been destroyed over money. 
Your marriage can be destroyed over money. It's just money. It's just money. Get on the same page with money. All right. Now, some folks, they, you know, they'll say this is right and that's wrong or this is right and that's wrong. You work out what works for you guys. All right. If it's one joint bank account and that works for you guys, you're on the same page, then that's good. If she has hers and he has his and the paycheck comes in, the paycheck comes in and he pays the rent and she pays you, whatever it is, just be in agreement. It's not money that destroys a marriage. It's disagreement over money and dishonesty and dishonesty. And now unless you're stashing money away that she don't know about so that you can buy her a nice big gift so you can buy him a new saddle. Okay, other than that, don't be hiding and stashing. Secrets are not good for marriage and disagreement about money is not good for marriage, okay? Uh, so anyhow, for what it's worth, there's five things I wish I had known as a new husband when we got married, all right? Marriage, there's, marriage gets a bad rap these days. And I hate it because it's wonderful when done right. Uh, and it's hell when done wrong. There, there, there's marriage is one of those things, there's no middle ground. But it's like anything else of value, anything of value, the more valuable it is, the more work it takes. The more work it takes, the more sticking it out and figuring it out and making it happen. Um, if it were easy, if it were easy, it wouldn't be worth anything. It would not have any value, okay? Anyhow, I hope that encourages you a little bit. I hope it helps. Um, what am I smoking here? Some of you guys are asking. It's a, a, uh, a Carrillo, an E.P. Carrillo La Historia. Uh, again, the uh, cigarplace.com dot biz. It, this is one that they sent me uh, and uh, to try. The, these cigars, I've never had a Carrillo that I didn't like. They're really good cigars. Now, let's see if I can remember right. The, uh, the, the filler of these cigars are Dominican and Nicaraguan. And the binder is Ecuadorian Sumatra. And the wrapper is Mexican San Andreas. So it's got a really nice complex flavor to it. Just a really nice complex flavor. It's not overly strong, but it's not, you know, just warm smoke with no flavor to it it's it's got some complexity and uh and it's really nice it's box pressed uh it's got a beautiful label on it and like i told you guys labels are something to me people when people build cigars uh their heart and soul for that cigar they put it on the label and it's got one of the most beautiful labels uh out there so anyhow i really like it and cigar bid is where i am ordering my cigars online now and uh, so yeah it's a it's a shameless plug uh, but it's one that that I'm proud of all right so if you want to look that out again rumble we do have a patreon uh, to, to help this support this channel and what we're trying to do here and trying to help folks and so if you like the content of this uh, click like subscribe if you haven't hit that bell uh, so that you're notified when other stuff comes up if you know a couple that's going fixing to get married or going through a little bit of difficulty or just somebody you think, you know, I think this might help them. And hit that share, send the link to them. Um, and uh, we just 
you know, together. Together, we just try to help as many folks as we can in as many ways as we can, all right? So I wish you guys a, a, uh, a good evening and, and a happy marriage. And maybe one day you'll have a marriage like ours, all right? Full of ups and downs, but more ups than downs. And in the end, that's all you can hope for. We'll catch you guys next time.